Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Toast. Happy Monday, squirrel friends. How's everyone doing? I'm sitting down with my former best friend, current thief, Jackie O. Hey, Jackie O, let's talk about your sweatshirt. Let's talk about my sweatshirt that Claudia got for Florida that she leaves in my guest room closet. And a few weeks ago, I raided her closet. The bitch doesn't come, and she's got some cute shit. And I had to snatch it. So... I just want to say, I'm really actually flattered that I purchased something that you'd like because you're very like fashion girly and I'm like a slob kebab. So No, you're I, so fashion. Did everyone see that Fendi dress Friday night with yeah. the matching Fendi bag? Okay, so I'm not like so mad, but I do expect that to be returned when I do travel. Of course. Because I spent a lot of time curating my, you know, Floridian wardrobe and for you to just like kind of come in and disrupt that is very disruptive what are you gonna do about it this is literally (laughs) giving me PTSD to like when we were kids and the only thing we would fight about was stealing other people's clothes and I had nothing like steel worthy because again like I've never had you know an eye for fashion so I was always getting in trouble not you know um yelling at other people but I feel like now we're so generous with one another. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so generous with you and you Snitch. You are so, like, you will let someone borrow something that is, like, your nicest piece that you haven't worn yet. You will let someone wear it before you. It's so nice. Thank you. Yeah. No, it brings me joy to, like, help you girlies get dressed and make you look nice. You look nice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> like, when you and Snitch were here, um for a few days when I had already went on vacation and you guys were in my closet and then like snitch looked so great for New Year's Eve. Everyone was like the CMA dress, the CMA dress, like it got another life. It's, it sure as hell won't be fitting me anytime soon. That's just like actual maturity because the Fendi dress that you um, mentioned, I have had this Fendi dress in my house for five years. I bought it on the real real. It was actually $25. I could not, could not believe it. And when it arrived, it was supposed to be a dress. It barely fit as a sweater. Um, and I never wore it. And then when you were in my closet, you were like, oh my God, like this is perfect for me. Can I have it? And I was like, no, even though I'd literally never worn it, it was probably never going to fit. And I should have just given it to you. But on Friday, I needed something to wear and I tried it on. I was like, we'll see. And it fit, it was still a little tight, but it fit and I'm actually glad that I didn't give it to you. But now would you let me borrow it or no? Now that I've already worn it, it is all yours. Got it. Okay, that's that's sweet. So it's kind of like a big day here because last week we were speaking a lot about our green initiative. Um, the, the toast is going green. And today we have a new update in our going green. You know, Jackie's always clicking away at her iPad. And I've decided to get one too because, you know, when I do my ads and I have those curds, it's a waste of paper. And I think Greta... It's I think mostly Greta, just a waste of time for you to be taping your curds all day. No, and I have to buy so many ink cartridges for the printer. It's a lot. 
it's actually wasteful. Like between the paper, the electricity, the cartridges, and you know those cartridges are like not fucking recyclable. I got an iPad and I'm pretty sure an iPad isn't recyclable, but at least I could use this for like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard you got a call from Greta. I I did get a call and from Greta. And what did she say? She said, she how, said, how dare, dare you? <laughs> she said, how dare you? And I said, Greta, you're 100% right. I've been using too much paper. G, that's what I call her. And that's why I bought this iPad this morning, right before the toast. I'm going to get like a cool case like you, you know, some more branding. But Though, that's just the latest update in our green initiative. Now when I think about it a little further and like keep theorizing, I think paper is so much more recyclable than this. I know. But why are people always saying it's a waste, like, like it's a waste of paper? Because you have to like chop down trees to cut paper and trees create oxygen. They do. I love trees. But you can recycle paper and make amazing things. I mean, you could, if I had taken all the paper I've used for all the ads over the last five years, I could have made like a sick paper mache mobile for Harry's crib. <laughs> he actually, he knew that, but he said he's all good. Thank you, auntie. He didn't want it? No, no, he, he said it was so sweet of you, but that's just like not, he said, quote, not my personal brand. Wow, okay, um, whatever. Um, so let's catch up a little bit. I actually didn't speak to you a lot this weekend. Yeah. I I hit the town on Friday night and then I just kind of like laid low for the rest of the weekend, just recovering. But I got to hang out with Shannon, which was just such a delight. Like, so Such jealous. It looked so fun. It was. He, we went to we went to dinner at the Nines, which is the restaurant that we went to for your birthday celebration in November. Yeah, I've and, been there. Yeah, I've been. At, and they've kind of like changed up their vibe because at like eleven forty five, like the there's a it's like a piano bar, which is like really upscale and swanky, and they were playing like Billy Joel. And then a DJ comes in, and like everybody was getting up on the tables and like dancing. It was so fun. I had no idea what was going on. I was like, why is everyone standing? It got so fun. And then we went out to a new club called Lucy's that everyone has been to and I haven't been to yet. It was so fun. And I was just like with the young kids. I mean, at two o'clock, I was deceased. I was drinking Red Bull. I actually like, I am getting old. Like I, I was like taking, like I was drinking and I had a few shots, but like I stopped drinking at like 1230 because like I just couldn't anymore and I was like chugging Red Bull and I was leaving at two and Shannon and, and Margo were like you're leaving I'm like it's two yeah that's how it starts no I'm definitely I'm definitely like I can't keep up with the kids no that, you have a few like you have a few more years in you but I will say like phase one of phasing out and it's like a 20 phase process so don't worry is to stop drinking after midnight no, nothing good is coming of those drinks no, and I, I'm still having a good time, so yeah, but no like, regrets. Those drinks are, they're only going to feel it tomorrow. Like, they're not going to enhance the evening. And I hope, like, anyone who I saw on Saturday night, like, doesn't hear this, but it was just, like, the night of seeing people, like, from a past life, whom I genuinely could not place if my life fucking depended on it. And I was so grateful to Shannon, because, like, I was with Shannon, so anytime someone would be like, Claudia, This is my friend oh Shannon. My yes. So I was like, she, oh, by the way, this is my friend Shannon. And Shannon would be like, hi. And they were like, hey, I'm Ashley or whatever. I was like, oh, Ashley. Yeah. It was it was happening like back to back nonstop. It was also really dark. I was like really drunk. And you know me, like the worst memory of all time. And it was people from like actual former lives. Maybe you need glasses. You I'm need the nerd who takes his glasses off and everybody realizes she's, she's handsome. handsome. You need glasses that are like Google Glass that function as like <gasps> Anne Hathaway and Devil Wears Prada where they yes. like scan the face and they just like bring up their Facebook profile, which by the way, they could probably do in two fucking seconds. Yeah, no, like I feel like police, like they'll 
they'll literally have a camera on someone and then like and with face identification like yeah. it'll show you like their mugshot or whatever facial recognition yeah okay that's what i need because it was mortifying um yeah, that's and the future and then i really spent the weekend catching up on stuff i am all caught up in the new season of drag race and i had something to tell you so for the first time you know drag is like this really old school art it's like it's it kind of reminds me of comedy in the sense like it happens on social media, but like it's very old school and like traditional. Like the clubs is how you get, um, like how you get an audience. So for the first time ever, they had like influencers on, and I know these influencers. They're a duo from LA. They're twins, Sugar and Spice, and you. Their aesthetic is so you. It's like doll kawaii. They're like brats. That's like their whole vibe. Cute, but they're not really um, like well versed in performing drag they just like do it on tiktok yeah they have like 10 million followers and so they came they competed separately but like they were you know twins and everyone was like so mean to them because like the it's fellow the same, queens the fellow queens like just kind of like you know not taking them seriously and like making fun of them for being like influencers and like not having a ton of pr they started you know a little bit before the pandemic so they didn't have a lot of time to like go to clubs and do shows and performances and i have to say like they they did pretty good one of them spoiler alert one of them has gone home already, but not before some like really experienced queens. And like the queen who was so mean to them on the first week, she went home first. And I just loved to see it. Irene Dubois, she was such a bully. It was just like, it was kind of like a jealousy thing too, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's jealousy, but it is also like a, a little bit of bitterness where it's like, we've been working so of hard course. and we had to do all of these things that like you don't have to do. I mean, it does sound exactly like comedy where yes. people have like a digital platform and that parlays into something else. Me. And the comedians who have been like toiling all of these years. Hustling in small clubs. Yeah. But I do think, as we always say, the cream always rises. You have to trust the process. And yeah. if in that process, that influencer who had a leg up or whatever does make it all the way, then they're really that good. A hundred percent. So they've made a lot of changes to Drag Race this season, and I'm so here for it. The episodes used to be like 90 minutes. I would have to skip through like a lot of the stuff, like the judges' deliberation. And I think MTV or someone made them cut their episodes down. Now they're like an hour, 40 minutes if you just watch it on like Apple or whatever. It's so much better. People are mad. I'm not. You know me. I cannot watch something that long. Like I'm so here for the you new format. You need to get on Quibi, be watching like 60-second shows. Literally. Literally. <laughs> um, and... So the best part of the season, every game. So is this their official recap? Like, I'm not going to be, I'm, like, I like to batch episodes. So I'm not going to be doing it all the time. But like, yeah, this is my are recap. You gonna sure. re are you going to recap it again at the end of this show as like a no. recap? This is it. This is I'm it. just trying to figure out where to slot in my dope sick recap. Oh, um, you're going to you can go right after me. Show. You can go right after me. Okay. 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 I was going to wait till the end of the show, but it's too important. And we're already here. So let's just wait. Here we are. Yeah. Um, so the best part of the season, every season, is the challenge called Snatch Game. It's kind of how, like, everyone at, you know, Project Project Runway used to look forward to, like, the Unconventional Materials Challenge. This is, like, the challenge that everyone's obsessed with. It's a game show that they play, um, but everyone has to be doing an impersonation of someone. So, like, some icon, the person who won, uh, I think, last year, Gottmik, did Paris. Like, you have to be really, it's, like, it's very hard. It's all improv, and you have to be in character the whole time. And everyone does, like, a lot of the same celebrities. It's, like, kind of boring. Um, but every now and then, somebody does something. Like, last season, um, or no, two seasons ago, someone did Harriet Tubman. And it was pure comedy. Like, it was very funny. So, you have to get creative, because the show's been on for 15 seasons. Everyone's done, you know, 
the classics. Angels. Somebody did. I think her name is Lucy. I, I'm I'm still, it's only like four episodes in. I cannot keep track of everyone's names. It's like The Bachelor. I mean, you should have seen her Friday night trying to see people that she knows. Right. <laughs> Jackie, they, Lucy did the most incredible Joan Rivers. I swear to God, it was Joan Rivers reincarnated. She, I, she was a star. I believe she won. Oh my God, it was sick. And every now and then somebody tries to do like somebody new. You have to do like a really established celebrity, but like somebody did Trisha Paytas and somebody did Bretman Rock. And the point of the game is like you sit in your little game show cube and you like improv back and forth with Rue. And like Rue doesn't know what, who Trisha Paytas is, you know? It totally fell flat. It was so embarrassing. It was like really actually awkward. Snatch Game can either be the funniest thing you'll ever see or so painful like you have to die. That's also funny, but it reminds me of your Jamae costume. Yes, like completely falling flat. Like nobody knows who you are. Like none of the references. It was so bad, but some of them were so good. Like somebody did the Mona Lisa. It was hysterical. That's funny. It was like, you have to be creative. And I feel like ever since, um, I think it was Simone who did Harriet Tubman. And now everyone has like stepped their pussies up. Like, and they're thinking we can out get of the weird. Box. Yeah, we can get weird. Somebody did Rosie O'Donnell. It was hysterical. It was hysterical. And then in the middle, she transitioned to Abby Lee Miller because she like kind of looked like Abby Lee Miller too. So good. So it's like really, it's actually fun and like inspiring to see them be like so creative. And last season, it was one of the worst Snatch Games. Nobody, everyone did so bad. So this year they like revamped it. Usually they wait till like there's six queens left. And it's so short. It's like a five minute segment. This, this season, they have 12 people left. They did two. They cut them up into six and six. And it was like the whole episode. It was one long game show, Snatch Game. It was so much better. Please, if anyone's listening, keep it forever. It was so good. It was so much better. It's the best part of the season. I'm so glad they didn't make us wait. Like this, this new, like they obviously had like a revamp. It's better. Keep everything as it is, please. Okay. That's my recap. Great. I'm glad you're enjoying. Thank you. Tell me about Dope Sick. I know you had a rev what's the word a revelatory. revelatory yeah I guess that would be the right word yeah it was a revelatory experience to watch the show dope sick as you know I read demon copperhead last week which is about a boy in Appalachia who's uh born into a lot of misfortune a lot of things happen along the way including the opioid crisis so then I don't know that much about it really like happened early 2000s we were 10 so I had a lot of catching up to do. People recommended watching Dope Sick, which I had heard of because it was like nominated last year yeah. at every award. Michael Keaton's in it. And I was like, okay, great. That will, you know, add color to the story. And I did not expect to feel this way about the show. I don't know if like all TV is like this or they intentionally made the show feel so addicting. Like I literally started it Friday night. I watched as many as I could before I fell asleep. And then like Saturday, I was thinking about it all day, like watched whenever I could, like when Harry was napping and then finished it Saturday night. Like I, and the show is about addiction. I literally felt like I was addicted to the show. Like mm -hmm. I wonder if that was just me or if, that's also just TV in general, which is kind of why I hate starting a show because then I'm like consumed by it. Like every chance mm -hmm. I get, I'm like watching TV as opposed to doing anything else that's productive. So yeah. I'm not starting another show for a while, but I'm so glad I, that I watched this show because it goes back and forth in time between like the beginning of Purdue Pharma creating Oxycontin and all of the different ways that they mismarketed it and straight up lied, lied yeah. about how this was like an opioid that is non-addictive. Not only is it not and is it addictive? It's more addictive than anything that's come before it and more potent wow. than everything that came before it. So in the past, people, doctors would prescribe like morphine for pain, but like they know you're getting morphine, like Ugh. you know, like let's right, it's a big deal. Heed with caution. Yes. But like yeah. this, they're like 10 milligram oxy. Like they just made it this whole 
thing where it just became so casual and the way that the sales reps would market it was just like, they redefined what pain management was, what opioids meant. Like for decades in this country, like doctors across the country were like advocating for opioid use and that it like wasn't harmful. But it's just like, as someone with no particular, like when I think of opioids, I'm just like, the fuck? You don't get those for a toothache. No. So the whole show was eye-opening. And of course, everybody, and I, so many people reached out to me. They're like, I can't believe the Sacklers, the Sacklers. They're the family that owned Purdue Pharma. They like straight evil, like yeah, created this product, made it so addictive, kept on finding ways to get people hooked, to market it to new audiences, to keep people on it for long amounts of time. And that was like horrible to watch. But what I really took away from it was like the government collusion, the way that the FDA, like people are going to try and do bad things, but like we, of course. Have, we are supposed to have systems in place to protect consumers to protect the citizens and like the FDA literally just like works for these pharmaceutical companies like and they 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 put this label on oxycotton which is why doctors trusted it the FDA wrote a new label that had never been seen before on an opioid that was like less than one percent of users become addicted and then when you find out eventually where they got that stat from the garbage can they there's no there's no um clinical study there's no and it's the complete opposite but it was like that label people have trust in like these governmental bodies and like when you see something like that fda approved you're like oh okay but it means jack shit and to me that was my takeaway that like and it wasn't just the fda because also like the people at the dea are trying to like tamp down the investigation people at the justice department they keep talking about main justice they don't even want to prosecute the people higher up they just got misdemeanors over at purdue instead of being like criminally indicted right because like the government is working against us and it's so it was it was shocking to see and this is literally 15 years ago right no and i feel like that's constantly my takeaway from different documentaries it's like all like the FBI, like any different, like whatever government agency or like big system is like involved in the documentary that you're working with. Like they're always involved and they're always corrupt. And it makes you so doubtful. Like you don't want to feel crazy. Like you can't trust anyone. But every time I watch a documentary, it's like, oh yeah, children's services, fucking shit up again. FBI, fucking shit. FBI, fucking shit up again. It's like FDA now. It's like, who can we trust? Who can we trust? Even now with this Bernie Madoff documentary, which I haven't watched this one on, I don't know, it's like a docu-series, but I've watched three in the past. Like, I know the story. And like, of course, Bernie Madoff is a horrible, evil, corrupt crook. Mm -hmm. But the SEC is a governmental body that is supposed to keep people like him in check. And so many times his name came across their desk, his name was flagged, and they never did anything about it. It was all within their power and within their control to do something about it. And that's why you fucking exist. And these companies, these agencies like we pay for them like they're funded by taxpayers and like they're not looking out for us they're they're literally they look at like because then eventually if you work at the sec maybe you get a job with bernie madoff you don't want to piss them off of course that's exactly what happened with the fda and these pharmaceutical companies and it's like these people are not looking out for you look out for yourself is purdue still like a poppin pharmaceutical company i don't think so um because like the whole it was a privately owned Oh. pharmaceutical company by this family that has been like shamed to high hell like they're finished as they should as they should uh, that someone who should be canceled yeah yeah it was wow, that actually does sound really good but I feel like you told the story with such no Claudia you, know, you 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 can't understand like I feel like also when you hear about like the opioid crisis like it kind of you feel like kind of detached from it and yes like, how someone could 
fall into that, you know, and I feel like that was something, a point they made in the documentary, like Purdue kept being like, well, addicts are going to addict and find a way to abuse drugs. But it's like, right. if you had an actual injury and you go to your doctor because you're in pain, like, and they give you Oxycontin, it will be nearly impossible for you to get off of it. And you then, know, by the way, I and then you just keep chasing that and it, then you need more and more and more, but you can't get like, they only prescribe a certain amount. So then you switch to harder stuff that's cheaper that will hit you faster. And like, and now we have like an actual horrible drug epidemic in this country. Yeah. By the way, I do feel like, I feel like it was so long ago. Like when I hear about it, like I think about it similar to like the crack epidemic, which I think was in the eighties and yeah. it feels so long ago and you're like, oh shit was crazy back then. But it's like, it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. And then people were messaging me like, cause they're who like are from Appalachia. They're like, I left for college. I came back and it's still, it's just as bad here. Like it, we're not over it. And now it's morphed into like uh, heroin addiction and fentanyl yeah. addictions. And that's like what we're seeing now with like all of these right. overdoses. And it's just horrible. So sad. Yeah. But that does sound very good. You should watch it. Okay. You will. And then you'll be talking about it and I'll have moved on yeah. to my next just cause. Just check, check back next week for my dope sick recap. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if you've thought about watching it and you haven't like a hundred percent watch it, but carve out okay. some time where you can like watch it in one sitting because it's impossible to break up. Right. Just. Um, well, thank you for sharing that. That actually is very informative. I'm from informing people. We've got a great show today. Just a couple stories, couple of girls telling some stories. Couple of girls telling other people's stories, never ever sharing about themselves. No, we do have two seconding new iPads, and I feel like it's going to be a great show. Let's find out. Without further ado, did it do? Here are the fast five stories that you need to know. And today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. New year is here and there's no better way to kick off 2023 than by making sure you're feeling your best self. Liquid IV is the category winning hydration brand that is fueling your well-being and their hydration multiplier is the one product that you're missing in your daily routine. One stick of Liquid IV, you're getting five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. You use it first thing in the morning before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, and on long flights. So in the Liquid IV stick, it's uh, a powder that you mix into 16 ounces of water and it'll hydrate you two times faster. It has B3, B5, B6, B12, vitamin C. It has three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's non-GMO. It has no gluten, no dairy, no soy. So it's really, really great for you. If you experience dehydration or just overall fatigue and you feel like you're not drinking enough water, you're not getting enough vitamins, or you're hungover, or you get like exhaustion headaches, that's what happens to me. I always find myself reaching for my liquid IV like three, four o'clock when I'm getting that, like, that lightheaded like headache because I haven't drank enough water. And I immediately feel better. Of course, I drink it when I'm hungover. If you get migraines, mine are triggered by dehydration. Liquid IV is such an easy way that you don't have to like, drink so much water because the 16 ounces that you're drinking are just doing more for you. They also are on a mission to change the world. They've donated over 25 million servings in 50 countries around the world. They have delicious flavors. I love the acai berry, but really there are no bad flavors. Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TOAST at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration using promo code TOAST at liquidiv.com. Today's episode is also sponsored by Squarespace. So if you're working in e-commerce looking to start a side hustle, but you really don't know where to start. Squarespace is an am amazing resource 
to help you get your business off the ground or if you're looking to switch it up. So from websites, online stores, marketing tools, analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. So they have a ton of different features at um, Squarespace that make it really easy to get, get your business off the ground. If you are looking to build a website but you don't have much experience in design or like software engineering, like most people don't, Squarespace is going to take you through it so easy. You'll be a software engineer in no time. It is so easy to design your templates, to get really good data and analytics, to help link up your social media to your website. It's really good place to start. Um, and of course, we have a code for you guys because if you go to squarespace.com slash toast, you'll get a free trial. And then when you're ready to launch, use our code toast. You'll save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Again, that's code toast. When you go to squarespace.com slash toast, once you're ready to launch, use that code, save 10% off your purchase, first purchase of a website or a domain. That's also what I really like about it. If you're looking to get, you know, Claudia is stunning.com, they will help you get access to that website domain, which can be really hard if you don't know how to do that. It's so important so for the success of your site. A hundred percent. So squarespace.com slash toast, that'll get you a free trial. And then when you're ready to launch, use code toast to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Thank you, McClaird. Thank you're you welcome. so much. You're welcome. Our first story, I would say this is about 11 months late, but Kylie Jenner finally announced her baby boy's new name and pronunciation. So Kylie posted on Saturday a carousel images on Instagram with her and her son Air, A-I-R-E, Air Webster, and he's very sweet and he's precious. He's very cute. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't think anybody guessed this name. It does make sense because she's clearly going for like an elements theme. I love know, the elements. I love the elements. It's giving earth, wind, and fire. So I, I like that there's a similarity there. Of course, she had to be different, you know, put an E at the end. And the way she just like one random Saturday, 11 months after her son was born, decided to just like, you know, hit us with a name. Cool. I, there was a point where I was so curious. It, it killed me. It kept me up at night. And, you know, I did have to move on with my life. And that's exactly what I did. So like I wasn't gagged. You know, I don't really care anymore. But like, cool. Cool. Yeah. I have two theories as to why she shared it now. Um, air, people were showing that in Hebrew, it means lion. And then she went to that Shia Pirelli show in... Shrapnelli. Shrapnel show yeah. in Milan, like yesterday or this morning. I don't know what time it was. And she was wearing a lion. And so I feel like she realized the meaning that like she has a sun lion and she's in this like lion outfit. And that would that's like cool synergy. And she should let us know that's her son's name in advance. Like I get it, but I don't think Kylie wearing one dress would like influence her no, but I, I think like she was gonna share the name eventually but she's like oh this might be a good time like I'm, I'm I like this dress like she's having a lion moment let me explain to everyone why I give a shit about the lions for sure but does Kylie have a connection to the Hebrew language no but I feel like a lot of people well, actually like yes and no like right if you're Christian like the Old Testament like you're connected to the Israelites yeah, like you're connected to the yeah. Hebrew language and I feel like a, a lot of people like, look at, like, what names mean in Hebrew. It's just, like, a language that... Do they? I don't know. I, I kind of. Like, not not like they're going to make of a, a decision. Because it's biblical connection? Yeah, because it's, what like, you're biblical, yes. Yeah. Or maybe okay, I'm okay, just, yeah. like, delusional. No, I know, like, there are, like, weirdly a lot of, like, very religious... It's not weird. Sorry, I didn't mean that. But, like, people who are, like, very religious Christians have, like... Justin Bieber has, like, a Hebrew tattoo. Yeah. So, you know, there's definitely a connection. I just... He I could don't be know. a Jew and believe in God. 
Absolutely. But she's not a Christian. So like Kylie dropping her baby's name, like honestly, I, I wasn't like, get, I got a million messages like, oh my God, tell like honestly, I was not gagged. Like I'm like kind of over it. What I was gagged over was Kylie in Paris. I feel like we haven't actually physically seen like recent photos of Kylie. She looks amazing. She looks kind of different. I think she's just like lost a lot of weight. I know like there's some rumors that she like looks different, that she might have had. She like, looked like she got buckle fat, like what everyone's doing, buckle? like the jowl. I think it's buckle. I actually think it's buckle. Okay. By the way, I w- I'm not like, I, I actually think it's buckle. Okay. So. Okay. okay. <laughs> buckle fat um, or buckle. I Like, you know, the jowl, which by the way, everyone's doing is so trendy. Cool. I was like a way ahead of the trends. Like I literally got all the fat removed from my face like five years is ago. Is that what you got? Was it the buckle fat though? Or it was wasn't it buckle fat, fat removal, but, but buckle is like your jowls and jaw. And like, that's what I did. Um, she looked amazing. Perhaps, but she also just like looks super slim and that changes your face yeah. sometimes. She's always yeah, been like true. fit, but I feel like she's a little skinnier than usual. That's like what everyone's going for these days. Yeah. Well, she was wearing that lion dress. A lot of people were like, thought it was like crazy and dumb. I thought it was like, I, I thought it was fabulous. I thought she, I thought great. she looked great. Yeah. And then she wore that blue number. She's really kind of stepping out on these hoes in Paris. No, she, but she's been doing that like for a year now because remember last time she went to Paris and like, yes, she was sickening Paris down. She was. Paris was like this. <coughs> I'm sick. That's I don't know what when she became the face of like Europe's fashion Paris. week, but I think it's good for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm loving seeing Kylie out and about. I missed her. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad we got a name because it was like very. It was weird. I was very like, curious for a while. But I think also oh, my other theory and then one other thing. I think whatever the name was, I think she wanted to wait till it t- until it was legally changed. Yeah. Until the paperwork comes back. And like that does take a while. Yeah. And three, there's a lot of rumors that her and Travis are like not together right now, that he cheated, blah, blah, blah. And so like maybe Travis was the one who didn't want air out there yet. And now she's like, well, you cheated and fuck you. Here we go. Uh, Love that. Nothing more frightening than a woman's score. Like your opinion no longer matters. 100% get out. Um, (laughs) But now this does, you know, leave the question of Chloe's bebe. I know. And um, I just... Like, I do get really curious because I feel like these people, like celebrities and the Kardashians, like they invent names. They can't just obviously mm-hmm. name their Bebe Abraham. Sean. Yeah. So it's just like you wonder what it's going to be. Yeah. But I, I think Air is great. I will always miss Wolf. Like, I have a special place in my heart for Wolf Webster. Such a good name. And now that I have a face to the baby, like, I could see him being Wolfy. I could, too. And, like, no baby is going to be a wolf. Like, it's a name you grow into. A hundred. You become the wolf. You do. The wolf doesn't become you. Or you become the lion. She was obviously going for, like, a jungle theme. Yeah, but I love the elements, stormy air. But it's also, people were saying maybe his name would be Sunny. But then you have, like, one kid that's, like, that's weird. positive and one kid that's, like, a storm. That's kind of mean. So Negative. They're... they're elemental but different not to be compared yeah 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 like the next one could be like ocean again that would work like ray yeah oh no they have a rain ray ray everybody loves raymond yeah ray romano like kind of ruined that name ray (laughs) i don't give a ray ray (laughs) well loving seeing kylie in paris looking forward to more content 
Yes, for sure. I'm glad sure. to have closed the book on this. Yeah, me too. Like, it was time. We're coming up on his first birthday. I did expect by the first birthday. I mean, I would hope. Yeah. Otherwise, like, she, then she'll never tell. Yeah. But then it's weird to have, like, one kid and then the public and one kid not. No? Yes. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Lisa Marie Presley's memorial tribute was on Sunday, and Riley Keough's husband confirmed that he and Riley have a daughter during his memorial speech. So during a memorial service for Lisa Marie Presley at Graceland in Memphis on Sunday. Wow. Memphis. <laughs> Just, I, hope you got, okay. I hope you got all that. Mondays, am I right? <laughs> Uh, Riley Keough's husband, Ben Smith Peterson, revealed that the pair are parents to a daughter while sharing a tribute on behalf of his wife, who was seated in the front row. He said, quote, I hope I can love my daughter the way you loved me. This was Riley's letter that she wrote, but he read on her behalf. That's nice. I hope I can love my daughter the way you loved me, the way you love my brothers and sisters. Thank you for giving me strength, my heart, my empathy, my courage, my sense of humor, my manners, my temper, my wildness, my tenacity. I'm a product of your heart. My sisters are a product of your heart. My brother is a product of your heart. That's sweet. Very sweet. And I'm glad that she was able to meet her granddaughter. There's no yes. indication of like when this baby was born. How old? This, but that she exists. Yeah, no, that's nice. I mean, this the uh, the funeral was like streamed. Was right? it? I think there was like videos because I saw a bunch and Alanis Morissette performed. Oh, yeah. And it looks like there's it was set up as to be what, like a televised thing. Yeah. I. I don't understand why Alanis Morissette performed. Like, I wonder what the connection is. Maybe they're just like industry pals. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe like Alanis Morissette was like Lisa Marie's favorite artist, you know? Yeah. I'm going with industry pals. They seem like they would be around the similar age and. Yeah. Um, Kaya Gerber was there with Austin Butler. Mm -hmm. It was star studded. It looked really sad. Um, nice that it was at Graceland. Like, I think that's really, um, like cool. Yeah. And she'll be laid to rest there alongside Elvis and her son. Right. That's nice. Yeah. Very, very nice. Um, and Priscilla's a great grand. Priscilla. Sorry, I don't mean to twist your brain. Priscilla is Lisa Marie's mother, who was Elvis's wife. So if... Riley had a daughter that makes Priscilla yeah. a great grandmother. And Priscilla is alive? Priscilla's alive. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. To lose a daughter. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Our next story is one of the bigger newses from the weekend because everybody was in Dubai for a Beyonce oh. concert. Beyonce sung through her decades of hits as she performed her first full concert in four years in Dubai. After a four-year absence since her last headlining show, Beyonce returned to the stage on Saturday evening when she performed an hour-long set at the new Atlantis, the Royal Resort in Dubai. Moving through a decade of iconic hits, she performed staples such as Crazy in Love, Beautiful Liar, and Naughty Girl, as well as more recent tunes, including Freedom, Spirit, and Be Alive. At one point during the show, she was joined on stage by her daughter and her husband. So So, um, (laughs) I just want to say, not to make everything about me, and I know I'm going to sound like Madison Beer. Like, I was supposed to be in the video. Uh, but I actually was invited to this. Um, I did, did not want to go because it's just too long of a flight for 48 hours. It was unpaid. I'm running a business. Like, I can't be leaving for three days. Like, you know, not getting paid. Um, Do you have regrets just, now? 
no because i first of all like i was interested i, I was like looking into you know what other influencers not to be this is gonna be the meanest thing i'm gonna ever say okay, okay? But like I was, you know, reaching out trying to see like if I knew anyone going and it was like the roster of talent that was going because you have to think about who would agree to go to something unpaid. It wasn't anybody cool. Like I wanted to be with cool people. The only cool person really there was Kendall Jenner. It's like she got paid. Yeah. But nobody else. Yeah. Um, well, so how who was going to bring you? Like, who's paying for everyone? So flight? the Atlantis, you want me to pull up the email? Sure. So, but are you saying that everybody was brought by the Atlantis? There weren't like other yes. brands within that were no. like, uh, these are our spokespeople. Okay, hold on. A VIP invite, Atlantis, the Royal opening weekend. Okay. To join you in a plus one with special guests, including Beyonce, Kendall Jenner, Swedish House Mafia, to the grand reveal weekend in the world's most ultra luxury resort, Atlantis in Dubai. Very exclusive weekend taking place before the resort is open to guests. Saturday night spectacular front row seat to a 60 minute Beyonce, her live show for show since 2018. Then Swedish House Mafia. Then they sent an itinerary. Friday, there was a dinner and an after party. Saturday, relaxed during the day, red carpet, dinner at one of their restaurants, Beyonce show, and then fireworks, and then brunch on Sunday. So it's like you get there Friday and you leave Sunday and you have to take a 16-hour flight. Like, my body's not built like that. Right, of course. But the flight is, like, fabulous and... Well, they were also offering business class and not first class, so that did change things. But business class on... No, it's sick. I'm totally... That was a joke. Sick. Yeah. So it includes the flights, luxury accommodation, food and beverage, bespoke itinerary, curated activities, events and experiences over the unforgettable weekend. So it was from the hotel. And I feel like that email sums up what the weekend was, like for me yes. following other people. And I, a lot of the influencers who went, like there was a lot of reality stars. Mm -hmm. um, so a few people that I follow were there and it, it looked like really everyone had a great time. No, totally. I feel like they were so tired. Like, I don't know how you're not. I know, but it's like, it, it's a 16 hour flight. But if you're flying, if those 16 hours are like as premium as it gets, like it's not. Yeah, but you are like flipped on the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was seeing some tired people too. But then like, you know, it's an adventure. No, yeah. And I feel like if you're like an enormous Beyonce fan, like that was probably amazing. I feel like I'm in my lifetime, I'm going to see Beyonce, you know, like I, I don't feel like it was my only opportunity to see a Beyonce concert, you know? Yeah. So we're saying yes to life, but just not this. Well, or did you say I got no it, in 2022? I got it in 2022. I got the email in 2022. And like, to be honest, I just like would have had to like miss like probably two episodes of Toast. Like for me, like I'm always, I'm saying yes to life, but it always is against the barometer of how many Toast episodes I miss. Okay. Is there an artist that would have gotten you to go? Taylor. Taylor. I, I would have gone if it was Taylor. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I made a spot, you know, I left a spot open for somebody who really wanted to go. I wonder who got your spot. Yeah. I hope they had a great time. Did Ben want to go? Uh, kind of. I could Ben see that. Uh, kind of did want to go. And I was like, you can go. But he was like, not without you. I'm like, all right, great. Good answer. Because it's what you got. Yeah, no, it just, it wasn't the right timing for me. It was Ben's sister's birthday. Like, I really couldn't go. Okay. We understand. Anyways, it was, uh, it looks like a great, fabulous weekend that. It did. You know, people were excited to be a part of. 
Yeah, no, and the Beyonce performance looked sick. I heard they paid Beyonce $36 million. That was my next question. I didn't know that a figure had emerged. But yes, that they said is, 88. that's in line with, like, how much they must have spent on, like, just flying everyone there. This hotel looks insane. And it's, mm-hmm. like, Beyonce's first concert in four years. You're going to pay up. I heard $36 million, like, $88 million of the Arabic currency, which is $36 million USD. Inter- where'd you hear that? The interwebs. TikTok? Yeah. And they were like very strict about phones, no video. They must be releasing it somewhere. Like Beyonce must have a deal or something. Um, But, you know, that many people, the whole thing got leaked. Yeah. Well, or maybe like in the hotel, you could stream it just like exclusive to Atlantis. Oh, perhaps. Like, I don't don't know what they're going to do with the footage, but it was definitely recorded. And like maybe if you go to the one in the Bahamas, you could watch it there too. Okay. That's where we'll go. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying I love the Atlantis I hope they have a leap of faith there I know Atlantis is a great great chain of hotels where else do they have them I think just Dubai and Bahamas and they've had one in Dubai for a while remember the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills stayed there but they opened a second location and this is their like ultra luxury one that's what I was gonna ask because I I thought there was already an Atlantis there so it took me a while to like piece together what this weekend was about at first I was like oh a couple people I thought are going to Dubai like they should hang out and then yeah. I was like, oh, and they're all at the Atlantic in the Atlantis. And I was like, oh, yeah. and it's a new Atlantis. I was like, but wasn't there an old Atlantis? And Beyonce's there. And then I was like, I think Claudia was invited to that. And then it all clicked. Yeah. And then, um, like, the difference. So they have the Atlantis. I think it's, like, a little bit more touristy. This, like, I think it's called, like, the, I forget what the name is, Royal Atlantis. Like, Beyonce's room, and she probably stayed at the nicest room in the hotel, is 400 grand a night. So it's like, it's ultra, it's for like, you know, the oil tycoons of the world. Yeah. But then I feel like people don't even pay it. They get it for free. Everyone gets it for free. Yeah. Crazy. Is there a casino? There must be. Can you gamble there? Uh, I don't know, because I think gambling is against the law in the UAE. Yeah. I think you're right. Atlantis. It's the Royal Royal Grand... I feel like even if they don't, like the tourism board, they make up for it. Like they have crazy activities there. Like you could ski. Oh, you you can ski. No, but you can't gamble. You can't gamble. Yeah. But like what they lack in casinos, they make up for it in like crazy ass activities. Literally, you can go to the water park and next door you could go skiing. Yeah. Like it's one of those crazy like adventure type of places. You will not be bored. No, you will not. Uh, that's awesome. Looks like a great weekend and, um, excited that Beyonce is doing her thing. Also, yeah, she looks great. Yeah, we didn't even recap in our TV recap the game last night. <gasps> oh my god! Like yeah, we're such I fraudulent news sports show. Well, it was such a great game. I'm. So, I know it was tough for you because like you technically like had to root for Dallas, but for you, like anyone who wins is a winner. It was yes, and I had a lot of thoughts along the way. At I was thinking really who I'm rooting for. And at the end, I did come away rooting for the Cowboys because if the Cowboys made it to the Super Bowl, I would probably be going to the Super Bowl. So then I was like, yeah. okay, that would be cool. Like for Harry and yeah. um, like Harry that would at be, the bowl. Harry at the bowl. And like, he's a Super Bowl baby. Like it would have been really exciting. For Harry him. was born on the Super Bowl. So I was rooting for the Cowboys, but after watching the game and it was, it, I think it was really good football. Um, yeah. I think that's what people would say. I came to the conclusion that even if the Cowboys had inked out a win, they're not a Super Bowl-ready team, and they wouldn't be winning the Super Bowl if they even made it there. Like, the 49ers have what it takes, and the Cowboys don't. So they played really good game last night, but they're going to need some more star players for next season. 
They did their best. They absolutely have to cut that guy. The kicker missed again twice. No, but all um, their points were kicks. Yeah, but like he had still missed two. I think the stat is he missed the last six out of nine or six out of ten. In the game? For, for, in the last two games. Oh, I know. For but a in, kicker, but last that's night, unacceptable. I agree. But last night he did good. He did okay. He still missed two. Oh, so then the score would have been. They, mm. It wouldn't have made a difference. It was like nine to 16, right? No, they lost by seven. Oh, so it would have been lost by one. It was, yeah. I think the Cowboys should be really proud. I've been following them for a number of years via my husband, and they've never looked this good before. They're really coming up, and it wasn't their time, but, like, I think they're really close, but they need, you know, they don't have those, those, they don't have, like, those wide receivers and running backs like the 49ers do. So now the interesting thing is that the winner of this game plays the Philly Eagle, the Mm -hmm. Philadelphia Eagles, which is obviously like an hour and a half drive from here. And now it's the Niners and I want to go. And I've been in contact. We have many toaster wives and girlfriends of Eagles players and they really want us to like start, you know, well, no, I just, I like, I need some tickets and like, they understand my loyalty, but I will say like, I'm kind of like scared and everyone was messaging me like, you know, if you go like, do not wear Niners gear. Like, so I feel like I, I can get tickets. Um, but I feel like for my own protection, like, I really need to be in a suite. <laughs> like, honestly, people were, like, actually, they were scaring me, like, fear-mongering in my DMs. Well, like, you yeah. talk shit, you get slapped. I'm also, like, oh, like my God, talked shit about... About Philly in the past. Yeah. And it seems like not much has changed And I there, could, like, so. see it being played on, but, like, Jumbotron, what you said. And then they would be, like, Claudia, Section C, right, C200. Right. Get her. Get her. So I need some sort of like police protection, like an escort. I need a box. So like that's going to be like a safe space for me. So if Mm -hmm. if someone can reach out, because like I have tickets, but honestly, I don't feel safe in the stands. Would you go incognito, like not representing your team? I I was talking to some of the the wives and girlfriends and they were like, you cannot wear your Niners gear. Um, So I said I would wear toast merch. Yeah, then they're like, okay, who's this clown? Whatever. No, but like if my face is so recognizable. As being like such a Niners fan, like one of the more yeah. famous Niners fans. I, I just I, don't want to get beat up. I understand. So I'm going to need like somebody to arrange like a back entrance for me. Well, like where are the friends and family of the Niners sitting? They have r- really good seats in like a section, but it's in the stands and I'm nervous. But if they can sit there, you can sit there. Oh, of the Niners. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but nobody would dare fuck with, like, a, a niner wife. They would never. But they would fuck with you. A civilian. A lowly fan. A lowly, chubby, like, out of towner. They would totally, totally do that. Yeah. So that's what I'm struggling with. But I do really want to go to the game on Sunday because it's so, Philly is so close. Okay, so, like, maybe you can get someone who has a suite who's, like, not super invested. Even yeah, though, like, and if there's, like, a retired cop... Who wants to escort me through the facility? <laughs> I'm like actually scared. Why don't you Jackie, just hire security? I need to get a ticket for him too. That's the thing. That's always what I wonder about like mm-hmm. celebrities and their security. Like how do they get them into places? It's like hard enough to get into a club, just you and your girlfriends. A hundred percent. I also, I think I will be going with Taylor Donahue, who's like a big Eagles fan. So hopefully she can like bring my, she can like you know, provide cover. Yeah, no, and, like, she'll, like, increase my cool factor in the stadium. And I'm sure if Ben goes, he'll wear an Eagles jersey because he's a Fairweather fan. No, the thing is, I was, you know, thinking about it last night. Like, I couldn't look the use checks in the face if I wore an Eagles jersey. I couldn't. 
No, and it's like, this is a moment in life where you have to be scrupled and you have to stand up for what you believe in, even though it's not popular. I know. No, sports is such a scrupled, like, field. Yeah, but I've never really considered that or heard of that. It's, like, unsafe for the opposing Only in Philly. And that's that's a fact? That's, like, a fact. Can I, do you want me to read you through my DMs? I was like, should I go to Philly? Here's what my response, ready? Yeah. There, and there's no other place that's that passionate. I mean, you guys let me know. Like, okay, hold on. I wonder Just which which um, team has the nicest fans. Probably the Cleveland Browns. Went to the Eagles stadium when they played the Falcons in 2018 as a Falcons fan and someone spit on me. 10 out of 10, don't recommend. So stay safe if you do, Queen. Okay. I don't think you would handle that well. LOL, you're going to get dragged out. Oh, goodness. Wait, like, it's insane. In all honesty, this is probably not your best idea. Philly is different, just a word of advice. People are being really serious. Philly is different. Okay. Philly is so mean, LOL. Philly fans reminding us all that they're the worst. Eagles fans are so hostile. I would worry about your safety as a 49er. Like, I got a thousand messages. I'm just scrolling through my messages. Eagle fans... Are the best. Always so nice. Never rude or aggressive. (laughs) So I'm actually, like, I'm concerned. Yeah. And I don't know if this is just everyone, like, fear-mongering me. No, those seem legit, like, legit concerns and something you should take into account. So now you know why I'm being dramatic. We just got into football. Like, you don't need to really, like, take a hit for your team just yet. I'm literally going to be, like, Marsha Brady. Like, oh, crap, my nose. Yeah. That's going to be me getting hit in the face with football. Also, you're going to be like going and you're going to wear your 49ers jersey. You're going to expect like everyone to hate you, but really everyone's going to ignore you. And you're going to like of course. make up that something happened. This person uh, looked at me. No, the thing is, I'm scared. I understand. So I'm I think scared. you should wait and see if like the right opportunity comes across yeah. to sit Like with. I, I need police protection. Yeah. Well, you could hire security. Not me you, being so dramatic. Like, literally nobody cares. so dramatic. But you could bring security with you if you really wanted to. Like, I'll tell Taylor Donahue, like, sorry, actually, you can't have the ticket. I need to bring I'm this going retired with my cop. bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> this retired cop has to escort me through the facility. <laughs> That's so funny. They should really, like, break out the stadium by sections of fans, no? Yeah. Yeah. No, but I, like, that's just, like, the culture in Philly. I think, like, they like it like that. Yeah. And I think that's like, you know, football culture in general. You're not really a part of it, but they're like, rat or die. Yeah. So I'm going to stick with my toast merch. Or the bar sweatshirt. I have but so wear many. the red one. Actually, no, you're done. You're done. You would be done. Yeah. You would be finished. You'd never work in this town again. Nope. Okay. Let's get into um, our next story. Are you ready for it? Done. If it's brought to done. you by done. The Perfect Bar, if you're looking for a protein bar that actually tastes good, well, look no further than Perfect Bar. With their lineup of fresh-from-the-fridge protein bars, Perfect Bar is exactly what you've been looking for. No chalky, artificial aftertaste here. So they're made with freshly ground nut butter, organic honey, and 20 organic superfoods. Perfect Bar has a variety of products like protein bars, little snack size bars that are all so good and good for you. Um, whatever your like palette is, you'll find something you like because I love, you know me, I'm so picky. The dark chocolate chip peanut butter with sea salt, 
chef's kiss. It is so delicious. My go-to snack. Also kind of love that you have to keep them in the fridge because like they're actually made with real food, not like crazy ass chemicals or preservatives. Um, the texture is also really interesting. It kind of tastes like cookie dough. It's really creamy. It's full of flavor and they're unlike any other bars out there. And now they come in snack size, which is great to throw in your purse when you're traveling or you have a long day. They have six grams of proteins, 150 calories, and they go a long way. They're the they're made with only whole food ingredients and they contain no artificial preservatives. They are stored in the fridge. So grab one after a workout or for a quick bite while you're out holiday shopping and feel good about what you're snacking on. So Perfect Bar knows that it'll be love at first bite. For a limited time, they're offering you a chance to try their refrigerated, non-GMO, gluten-free, soy-free, and kosher bars for free. Here's how it works. Sign up for email or text. Upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store and they will reimburse you the cost of one bar. It'll go directly into your Venmo or PayPal account. All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com slash toast to get that free perfect bar. That's perfectsnacks.com slash toast. Happy snacking. Happy snacking. That made me hungry. Love my Always. perfect bars. It doesn't take much to make me hungry. Hmm. Are you ready for our next story? Because Selena Gomez and Drew Taggart were holding hands during a New York City date night. So I really thought we put this behind us and we had sorted it out. Um, but they're going hard with this narrative. Selena was spotted holding hands with, quote, from page six, new beau Drew Taggart in New York City over the weekend. Despite the singer saying she was single in a since-deleted Instagram story post earlier this week, the two appeared to be very much a couple while grabbing dinner at Teresi Bar and Restaurant in Soho on Saturday. It's a very um, sceney spot. Like, they weren't trying to be seen. Okay, that is germane thank you i've never heard of this restaurant so i thought maybe it was low-key it sounds like you know it's like a little bar they went to but they were i'm trying pretty to sure seen. it is the brand new location um from the same owners as carbone it's like a very hot spot so i'll have to go yeah it uh it's like the new place so they were trying to be seen it's celeb fave paparazzi it's so to me I get annoyed when people say one thing and do the other. Like, it's misleading. Selena doesn't owe us an explanation of anything, but, like, to say you're single and then be out holding hands on a date, like, make it make sense. I, I, I hate being confused. Agreed. I'm sticking to my guns. These two are not an item, and the fact that they went to a scene restaurant to go on a date proves to me that this is PR. And I think, loophole, that Selena wasn't lying because, as stated last week, that thing, I am single is her song and that's the first lyric like I I literally would we cracked it put my life on it I like being alone too much to dance with your heart sometimes I get lonely light at night up in the dark Ooh. I am real I am brave I am me 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 uh I think that it. also like this way, Selena's not lying to her fans. I don't think she would ever want to be thought to be someone who's not genuine with her deceptive. fans. Deceptive. Yep. And so this makes everything make sense. Now, why you need to hold hands with the person you're collaborating with. I don't you know. You know what? Maybe she was People, wearing big heels. Nope. She's you wearing You could be wearing boots. heels. It's dark. Paparazzi flash is so bright and so fast. Like you kind of do need someone to guide you through. Usually it's like a bodyguard or like a publicist mm -hmm. but it's actually hard to walk straight in the dark when there's a thousand flashes it's like it's not normal so maybe that's why they were holding hands yeah uh maybe I think that again what I'm looking at her outfit this is not a date night outfit right. I think that maybe they went to the studio they're going to get some grub this is a new hot spot like and it's really good and 
I think maybe they threw a handhold in there because they are enjoying this narrative. It's good for the single. There's definitely a song coming out. Yeah. I like being alone too much to dance with your heart. Oh, when I get lonely, I get lonely in the dark. Yeah, when I get lonely, I get lonely. That's so true. <laughs> this, sometimes it really takes two profound queens to go beyond the surface lyrics. Let's write, let's write this song together. You're actually really good with words. Yeah, and you're really good with music. Melodically. Melodically. Do you want to go for another verse? No, I think we should like keep some like, you know, keep part of it private. Because what if they haven't written the song yet and they're literally just watching these episodes and copying it down? Don't play with me because that would be like my worst fear. <laughs> that would also be, be like your your biggest hope. That yeah, like, of course someone I somewhere take Selena to court. That someone somewhere is watching the show. Oh right. Like somebody with even a remote amount of influence watches this show. Show yourselves. All of a sudden she's backstage at the chain smokers. Yeah. Like whipping my New hair York back and forth. City, please go easy on me tonight. Uh 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 <laughs> I want to be like Kanye. That was like a good song. Too bad it's ruined. Honestly, all of their songs are so good. I agree. If like, we're being show honest. Me a, don't let me, don't let me, don't let me. They actually haven't released a banger in a really long time. Maybe this is Selena thing. It's like their big comeback. This is the one. Like, and it's Selena's they, big comeback in the music Because they've been world. like kind of irrelevant. You love to call people irrelevant. I feel like. They have. Like when they, when people take a break, that's unfortunately like the world we live in. It's like so true. there's always someone new and hot and young ready to take your spot. That's why like when they got announced on Call Her Daddy, I was like, oh, that's so weird. They're like irrelevant. But they're working on their comeback. Yeah, they are. And I think Selena has a lot to do with it. The Call Her Daddy interview had a lot to do with it. They released a single um, just three days ago called Make Me Feel. Gotta take a oh. listen. And their okay. album was in 2017, Memories. And like then they just had banger after banger. Of course, that Halsey song, which is like, I think one of the biggest songs ever made. So baby, pull me closer in. And also something just like this with Coldplay. I so want good. something just like this. Also, we were staying in Paris to get away to from, get away from your parents. Yeah, so good. Yeah, these are talented guys. Oh, 100%. So, Selena, make yourself known. Yeah. Unriddle this riddle for us. Hashtag I am the single. While we still give a shit. Do it while we still yeah. give a shit. Someone, please. Yeah. It's so true. <laughs> Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Fifth and final? Harry Hamlin is spilling the real reason why Lisa Rinna left Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And if the reason was wasn't so crazy, I wouldn't be reporting it. Oh. This is, and Harry's a serious guy. So, like, mm -hmm. he doesn't just say stuff. Harry, that he does not. Um, a page six spy overheard Hamlin telling a group of people during the Sundance Film Festival on Saturday that the reason Lisa Rinna might still, uh, why Rinna, how she might have still been on the show. Quote, Lisa, he said it's because viewers sided with Sutton Strack in the co-stars feud over the Elton John Gala tickets. He said, quote, Lisa had all the receipts. Yeah. Lisa had all the receipts from that night, but they never showed the receipts on the reunion. She might still be on the show had Sutton not said that, he continued, according to the spies. She might still be on the show, but the audience believed Sutton. 
Now, okay. take all this with a grain of salt because it's like overheard at a party. By the way, th- that's just incorrect. Right. No, oh, of course. It's overheard at a party. A spy is jotting down quotes. How? Did he have a tape recorder right. on him? So like consider the source, but that Harry Hamlin is saying that Lisa chose to leave because the viewers took Sutton's side or maybe like Bravo asked her because the viewers took Sutton's side about the Elton John thing. But in well, reality, he's- they didn't show the whole picture. Okay, he's not wrong, but I think he's just thinking of the wrong situation. Like, she left slash was fired because the viewers took Kathy's side. Right. He's, the I Elton think he's just John mixing up his girls. Irrelevant. irrelevant. And every time they talked about it, I was like, I roll, I roll. And you know what? Sutton shut her down with those receipts. Like, she did. Yeah, but apparently she had receipts at the reunion, which I do remember like a clip that never was uh, in the but- actual thing. She, yeah, she went on like social media or something and said like, I brought a manila envelope with that Elton John information and, and it never made the cut. I have a hard time believing if it was like, you know, if it was not, like if it was irrefutable proof, they would have kept it. Like, I don't know why they would have deleted it. And I feel like Sutton's proof that she brought up in the show, the receipts were irrefutable. Like it's receipt is right there. Yeah. Like actual receipt, not like receipt. No, like the receipt for the monetary amount that she spent on the table. I'm now questioning what Harry said and what was overheard. Because also, if you read it differently, Lisa had all the receipts from that night, but they never showed the receipts on the reunion. Maybe it's all the receipts from that night with Kathy. Kathy. And then it's like, it might have gone differently if Sutton had not said that. That was another quote. Maybe Sutton said something about the Kathy thing that changed hearts and minds. He, the person listening in is a moron um, and is just spreading lies because Harry definitely didn't say that. I don't think he said these things in the way that they're reporting. I don't think that's what he believes. I don't think it's about Elton John's thing. But at BravoCon, Andy vehemently denied that they had any sort of footage or anything that would help us put the pieces together from that night in Aspen. And of course, he could have lied, but he was like, why would we not include that? We Like... It would be good for us. I don't think that they have anything. Right. But maybe like Lisa thought, remember how she was showing text messages of like what Kathy was saying, like, you know. Yeah. And things that she had sent best to Erica. To keep, like, best to keep quiet. Yeah. Like maybe Lisa considers those receipts. I don't consider them anything. Like, and yeah. what Lisa texted Erica again, like is not a primary source. But you know what? At the end of the day. Even if she had something on Kathy and they shared it, I don't even think it would have made a difference because at the end of the day, it's not really so much about who's right and who's wrong. It's just about who's likable. And Kathy is very likable and people like her and they don't like Lisa. Like, that's what it was. Yes. And also, I think in general... I'm sure Kathy did say half that shit. In general, with Housewives, you take the side of the person. Unless it's like two people who are... Neither are a fan favorite and neither are the villain. And we're just trying to get to the facts. But in general, like you take the side of the person that you like. But then I always feel like a few seasons later, things turn. And then you go back and look at it. And you're like, Lisa Rinna was right. So true. It's happening now with Lisa Vanderpump. Because now Lisa Rinna went down. So we're like, Vanderpump was right. Right. And like whoever came before Vanderpump, whoever talked shit about her, we're like, they were right. So it's like, we all have to just kind of question ourselves. It's like, well, if we keep just... Yeah, but that's just... If we keep just siding with the person who we like and not based on like actual facts, then yeah, in time we'll see that... But I just feel like that's how the world works. Like the longer you're silent, the more of a hero you're gonna appear to be because you're just letting everyone else spin out you know I don't think that necessarily means you were right in that moment no I don't think it's about like 
being silent, let everyone spinning out. But it's like, they like you right now. So they're going to take your side, yeah. whether you're right or wrong, because you can do no wrong. But then when they don't like you, everything you've ever done before is wrong. I just feel like with Vanderpump, like I didn't even like all the other women that much, but like she clearly was like a diva and like a problematic queen. Yeah, but she definitely is looking more favorable now. Of course. And like, you know, now Yolanda's looking good. Because Rinna. Uh, Rinna. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, even though like Yolanda came off looking pretty good, like with the Munchausen thing. Yeah, but then why did she have to leave? Bless you. Excuse me, because you know what? She got what she wanted from the show. Her daughters became superstars. What the fuck does she need to hang around with these women for? Did she leave? I think she left. I do not think she was fired. Yeah, and why does she need to hang out with these women who, like, are calling her Munchausens? Right, and she was, like, actually really focusing on her health. Like, she couldn't film when she was going to Seal to, like, lay in a, you know, a hyperbaric chamber. Yeah. So I, I do think she left on her own, honestly. Yeah. So that's our show. Uh, thank you all so much for spending the time with us. Being a part of it. We hope you have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening to The Toast, the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. Wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, The Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, smart, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an incredible Monday, and we'll see you tomorrow on Tuesday. Bye. Love ya. Bye.